Yeah, you know, we've we've already touched base with with numerous teams and, and talked over some of those things. I think that's we do that every year. I think it makes it a little easier. But one of the things, you know, I was just talking to, to Matt and, and, and Joey Lane this morning about this. I think the, the continuity that we have with each other um, makes it easier. I, I don't feel like uh, trades for us uh, are going to be uh, any more any more difficult this year. I mean, I have a phone here right in front of me. No, it's the same phone that I would have in the draft room with every GM direct dialed on and, and click of one button. So I think everything's efficient. I think leaning on the continuity of our staff, um, I don't have any concerns about us pulling off trades or being aggressive in that nature if we need to be. D and Davis, the show, we are back. It's definitely time for us to transition. The NFL draft is taking place this Thursday. That's right. It's going to be a virtual draft. Uh, one thing that stood out to me, uh, the Lions are going to park an IT, uh, uh, basically yeah, in an Winnebago, outside. Yeah, at Winnebago outside of their GM's house. Oh, that's smart. Right? But this is the kicker. So then I was like, what are the Bears doing? And the IT people came and they put, you know, different cameras and uh, monitors inside uh, of Ryan Pace's house. Uh, he's worried, been jokingly worried about his wife vacuuming and knocking the court yeah. out because I guess she, she did. did. <laughs> but the, the thing is this. They didn't say nothing about no RV outside his crib. They expanded his bandwidth. They expanded Ryan Pace's bandwidth. But they didn't put an RV out there. So, man, something happened. Somebody could run in here and get this stuff right. Like, if you listen, if every GM, damn it, it would be not even that. Every GM and the dude, the top assistant, should have one of these RVs outside their crib. For real. Like, real talk. Like, you really, this is a, a billion-dollar business. Mm -hmm. This isn't a time, especially, okay, hypothetically saying what DJ said about what if there's no season. So it's even more important who you're drafting because you're, you're looking at redshirting these kids, perhaps, in a way. Absolutely. So, and you, but it, you, listen, again, I'm not saying you're looking at athletics, you're looking at the uh, injuries as far as whatever, but character has to play a huge point in this if you don't even know if you're going to have them in your building. You know, like, what if you got an F up? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is one you of those times you, yeah, you could draft a kid and be like, you know, I got these vets. You know, he's going to be in this position room with these vets. And, you know, I got a real leader in there. He could take him under his wing. He he, he don't do it virtually now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these kids don't have checks. That's a good thing. Like, for me, Ryan, when you were talking about uh, the NFL should stop and not do the draft, and I was saying one for content, and also so these kids can know where they're at. I'll tell you another main reason. These kids are going to get checks. So they're not just sitting there now. They left college, basically. They have no money coming in. The only money they can get is basically borrowing against themselves from their agent or going to a bank. At least they can get their checks or whatever. But going back to my point, now you got kids not in the buildings with fresh money on their damn hands. So it's really important who you're drafting because you don't know, as D said, if this season is going to take place, even though I think it will. No, that's a good point. Um, about as far as I'm having some type of financial um, backing or standing. But the one thing I say about our professional athletes, we've met them, we just, we talked to them, we've interviewed them. Listen, they, they go to practice, they leave practice, they have a lot of time on their hands. Mm -hmm. And man, you don't, I don't know if you want to have a bunch of 21, 22 year old rookies that's not around the vets, as you said, having that much time on their hands. So it's, it's, it's like I said before, I've been saying a thousand times, man, there's so many layers to this that we just don't know what's going to come out of it. Now, as far as the IT van and uh, as far as the Lions uh, GM, listen, the Lions need all the help they can get. Bob Quinn is the GM also, just so you yeah. know. Yeah, the, the Lions need all the help they can get. They need, they need everything. They probably need two, two uh, backup uh, vans. Uh, you know I, I was <laughs> drinking. You saw me drinking right there, right? 
Don't do that and crack jokes while I'm drinking. <laughs> Dude, listen, I, I don't know what Pace is going to do. Um, I mean, we could talk about the draft as a whole, but I'm listen. As we said before, the NFL draft was done over the phone. They could pick up a phone and call it in. Round three, this is who I'm taking. <laughs> Hold on, baby. One, two, three. Nine, nine. Commissioner. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Bump all this. What do you guys think is going to happen in two days from now? Who's going one? Who's going hmm. two? Who's going three? Are trades happen? What do you guys think is happening? This isn't uh, a fewer trades. Uh, Burrow's going to move think? on. You think yeah. it'll be fewer trades? Oh, I'm yeah. going to give my rundown. It's going to be fewer trades. Ryan man, Pace said he feels pretty comfortable with trades and that they've already been building it up. This he week. shouldn't. The word trade shouldn't be coming out of his damn mouth. I'm pointing up to his box. I don't know where he's at. No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not saying right Pace. I'm saying <laughs> okay, NFL GM said that it shouldn't be a problem to do trades. Okay. Assuming the other GMs but, feel that way, there might be a lot of trades. But what we've heard is that they, some people feel like there won't be as many trades just because of if you're trying to focus on who you're drafting and you're getting all these calls. And I'm, again, it, it's, it should be able to work. Like he just said, yeah, yeah. they used to be able to do it. But listen, with Ryan Pace in, there's going to be trades. Ryan Pace to trade is OG. So, I mean, I'm not – like, he'll trade everything on in the house, right? Trader Joe's and the embodiment of Trader Joe's, basically. Oh, man. Uh, but, he hasn't fallen in love with somebody. But like what he said, uh, definitely Joe Burrow's going number one. Young's think, going number two. I, I think Young's but, going okay. number two. I think number three, and Do that's the Lions. you think Washington is going to trade, though, to try to get Chase Young in case somebody wants to get two up? Because so, some of the thought here now is oh. that you have to trade up to two. To get Tua, if you really want him, really, I wouldn't think because listen, somebody's trading up to three to get him. My no, man's dude. hip was turned the other way. I would, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't turned the other way. It popped through the it popped wall, through, right? Yeah. Okay, you have that. You have not been able to look at him medically from your doctors. There is, listen. I think if he, if if Bur- if he didn't get hurt and Burrow didn't have the season that he had. He still could have got number one. If if Burrow had this season, he still could have got number one. I agree with you. But we talked about this. We talked about the Bulls and Jerry Krause thinking about Scottie Pippen and breaking down. It's like, oh, man, listen to his body, whatever like that. You haven't been able to really evaluate Tua yourself. Mm -hmm. I would not be – I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would trade up the two to to, uh, to go get him. I, I, I just don't know. Now, listen, if, me, somebody, if, Washington, if somebody called Washington and said, like, hey, we'll give you our first-round pick, uh, third-round pick, and something else next year. Oh, you're going to have to get more than that. Yeah. Depending I mean, on where you're drafting. Now, if you still get Chase Young. Yeah. Yes. If you, yes. So, basically, but yes. what we're saying, like, yes. Washington would basically be draft, would be moving, like, two to three spots down. Yeah. Maybe that's one, the first maybe one or two. Maybe one or yeah, two. Yeah, that's as far as – then, you know, what you're yeah. saying, D, yeah, yeah. three or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. But this is the thing. I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest. Uh, if Joe Burrow didn't have the season that he had, I would still draft Tua over him. Mm-hmm. And, but due to Tua's injuries, I'll take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. But dude, this isn't this isn't this, the um, the Bradford deals. This isn't those crazy Derek uh, not Derek Carr David Carr. This isn't those crazy rookie contracts that you used to have where yeah, Stafford, especially like right like think about what those contracts would be today. They'd be guaranteed like $67 million. Dollars, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you they're not those contracts. So you know what? If I if I draft Tua, which I would redshirt him anyway, 
or at least not play him at the beginning of the season, at least get to the bye week. Uh, hopefully I'll be in the middle of the season. I would draft to it at number two because if he's healthy, you're not getting nothing like that. And, I mean, one thing that Nick Saban has been saying, and for us has always been watching him, is he's trying to play hero ball too much and he holds on to the damn ball. And if you can get that out of him, and I bet you this, it's still there's going to be some times where he does that, but just from what happened, I mean, I remember watching that game and I remember thinking, I remember thinking he broke something. Yeah, because he was crying. I, I what knew he broke his nose. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I knew yeah, he broke. That was a flip. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, but you could tell it was like, damn, Shorty ain't he ain't right, right, yeah, right. He got hurt. He, you know, saying he got hurt. I don't think Shorty want to feel that again. But you know what I'm saying? Question, quick question for you guys. Yeah, with the two up, how far do you think he could potentially drop if he drops? Like to me. I don't think he's dropping out of the top 10. I was going to say that, I think right. once you get yeah, around 10, so. but it seems like the Chargers are drafting Tua or Herbert at six. Do you think that there are teams that are going to be itching to draft up or trade up to get Tua knowing that the Chargers are going to take one or the other at six, and you're only going to have one left? Who are these teams is trying to trade to come get him? You see Miami, and you have the Dolphins that need him. Oakland that need him. The pa- listen, the rumors if he f- the Patriots if with the uh, the 13th pick with the 49ers, dude. If you can Oakland. sit there and Tom Brady walks, and you can bring in two and be like, "Shuddy, just relax." I'm a tr- first of all, we're gonna take this year. I'm gonna train you up or whatever. And Save a connection I- with Belichick. Yeah, like and he always say they always he takes players from Alabama. They always talk and go back and forth like. Dude, the value on Tua if he is healthy, not even put it like that. The value on Tua if he's a little hurt, where let's just say out of a 10 years, you know, he averages, you know, I'm not saying every season, but he misses two games. Mm-hmm. But you have that phenomenal slinger of the, we're talking about Drew Brees with a stronger arm, basically, you know what I'm saying? And more mobile. Like, dude, I'm, I'm a rock a with gamer. that. And gamer. Do, to a certain degree, definitely. Uh, players in, in the NFL are bigger, stronger, faster than in college football, but they let a lot of more stuff go with college football than they let in, in it go in the NFL. You know, like as far as just like with basketball, how hacking is basically they, they've been trying to get it out of there, but they've allowed hacking forever. But I, he's going to be more protected. He's going to be a lot more protected as an NFL quarterback than as a college football well, quarterback. D- depending on what team you go to. No, I mean, the, the rules now alone. Oh, okay. I got you, I got you. Yeah, the, the rules alone now really protects. Like, that's why you get Tom Brady and Drew Brees being 48 years old playing. I just don't see how Miami or L.A. could let somebody leapfrog them to let them take two Hmm. I think it's going between. It's going to be between the two. I would be honestly shocked. Now, Ryan, you, you did bring up Oakland because they have two first round picks. They have the Bears' first round pick, and they have their own. If Las Gruden, Vegas. Las Vegas. I'm sorry, Las Vegas. If uh, if Gruden, and you know Gruden is a gambler. You know what I'm saying? He would love to have. He probably love to have two out there. Uh, and and listen. And then in next season, the season after next, wherever the case may be, that's the new location to uh, Oakland Raiders now, Las Vegas Raiders, and they want to open that up. That would be great to have two, uh, you know, saying across the boards, like, hey, this is our guy. They have two first-round picks. I can see them doing it because they have two first-round picks. Will they give up both of them? Probably not. I don't know. But, you know, they have to give them up something to get up that high. But I can't see nobody getting past Miami or L.A. I just don't. I'm with you. I think with the fact that, remember, this whole season, 
we went into a thinking Miami was tanking for Tua. And Miami sat there and with their coach and general manager actually had a good season for a, a good bad season. for a bad yep. team. Yep. Show leadership. Got rid of yep. Kenny Stills, even though I believe in some of the things Kenny Stills was saying, but they didn't feel like he should have been in the locker room when they traded him out and Laramie Tunsil and us and all that. But look at the picks they got from those trades though. But Miami did this. They they actually built their culture up this year. So if instead of when it seemed like you had to be at the, the very bottom to get that first pick like the Bengals, they built up their culture. And now they got the chance to get the guy they wanted while building up a better culture. Mm. They have to get him. Like that's to me. I agree with you. They have like you, you spent this. You have to get him and sit there, and you can start to really build your organization. When we're talking to Pete Fusek, and he was talking about the amount of uh, first-round, first-number-one draft pick quarterbacks that have actually made won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I agree with him. But still, if you have a good quarterback, you're always in contention. Like, that's like that's the thing. Like, it can overcome having a weak offensive line, defensive line, if you have a good quarterback, right? Can, can, can Miami really wait? At five, if there's this much speculation on someone trading up, aren't they kind of forced to do what the Bears did? And you got to go get your guy. You got to right? go. Listen, you got to tell the Lions that if they want the cornerback from uh, from Ohio State, they need to come down to five and get him, basically. Because if you, that's what you basically have to do and hope that that player, that he's still there yeah. uh, sitting there. Because I'm with you, Ron. I'm not letting him get past three. Like, I'm not. I, I don't think Washington – I don't think Washington wants to risk not getting Chase Young, and that could happen. Like, for, like he's the, – the quarterback, That it's a chance he could still be there. But I think somebody moves up, and they're, definitely they're taking a quarterback. But if you're waiting, let's just say it gets to four, somebody may move up to take Chase Young. Think about what they've been reporting on ESPN about uh, Atlanta and how now with, with, with Drew yeah, Brees yeah, Drew Brees and Tom Brady in there, they want a pass rusher. They let Vic Beasley go. They want somebody to get after these people, and they, they keep going back to when they went and got uh, got Julio Jones, and they came up from like twenty to to like seven or thirteen or something. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and but see, so let's take let's even take Atlanta out of there. There's going to be other teams looking at a generational pass rusher in a quarterback league. Like that's that's your antiseptic to that this quarterback league is having a guy that can get on his ass before he can get hit the ball out of his hand. But how stupid would Washington be to not take? Chase Young, though. I think they should. I'm taking them. I, I mean, mean yeah. the I one, two, one, two should be automatic. That's, unless, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, unless, unless Cincinnati, like, you know what? I'm going to take this generational pass rush instead of taking this quarterback right here who would not be number one if Tool was healthy. You know what I'm saying? I'm Plus, saying going, Chase might be the top prospect, period. I yeah, mean, I think he is. Because with Tua's medical being there automatically, yeah. he's, he's got to be the top. He's prospect. the surest bet. Sure bet. He's the surest bet. Unless he, unless he doesn't have hurt. No, is is hurt or he gets into something in 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 uh, in the NFL as far as like lifestyle and it just doesn't pan mm-hmm. out some kind of way. Mm-hmm. He is a sure bet dude. Listen, I, I, is it is it crazy even me to say Detroit? Although they want the cornerback, yeah, they have Matthew Stafford, but Matthew Stafford is but they got to win. Dude. They, yeah, they got to win this. But year. Matthew Stafford is not that dude either, though. Yeah, so no, who, but can who you say, win with who, Tua this year? No, no and the Quinn, they, they just sat there and with, with with Bob Quinn, with Matt Patricia, they listen. We know uh, people in Detroit; they want them gone. Yeah, they do. and and uh, Firestone Ford, uh, she kept them or whatever. And what you're saying is that Ryan is they have to win this year because what they really should do is trade Matthew Stafford 
Like they should reload because they got the they got the chance to get not just one uh, first round pick. They can probably get two if they move Matthew Stafford, or at least get a high second round pick, or (coughs) sorry, a future pick. That's what you need to do because you're at the bottom. Like you're not going to turn that around quick enough. Like even to be honest with you, if I was if I was the owner. I would come to them and be like, you know what? Right now we're going to ride this out, even though I'm going to be in this room with you guys. Like, for real, I'm not just going to allow you to do whatever. But we right now we're at a position where capital-wise, due to us losing, we can gain more capital and we can use Matthew Stafford. And also remember this, Matthew Stafford right now has a chronic back issue. Mm-hmm. If you can flip him before, if that issue is worse. Right now it's, quote-unquote, from what we know, it may not be worse. If you can move on from him and get value from him before you can't get anything from him, now would probably be the time. Uh, I had another question for you guys, kind of sticking with the NFL draft trades. How many think uh, potential trades, maybe no trades, but for some of these wide receivers in the late top ten? Because there is some talk that Denver wants to move up to get a receiver. Oakland supposed to love Jerry Judy. They want one. God, damn, yeah. we keep, he keeps drafting. He drafted two. He drafted two two years ago when he bought Courtney. Oh, come they on, want man. Judy. They want Jerry Judy. <laughs> Listen, I, I for all he really Matt Millen, Matt Millen in the, uh, up there. <laughs> Basically, this is what it sounds like. Listen, yeah. for all accounts, though, this is a very deep draft when it comes to wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Typically, if you have that, you don't need to make any trades. I don't know if it's any studs out there. It's kind of like a Julio Jones coming out, like. That dude it might right be there? The, it might be. Yeah, It dude. might be. It, it might, might be. be. Yeah, dude. Like, but they we, got some freaks. We see we Lamb, saw, Henry Ruggs. Hey, I'm going to say, see, dude, I'm gonna be, let me be honest. Yeah, go ahead. So, going back to the Alabama team, I remember me and my buddy Ron got into an argument. Mind you, I'm an Alabama fan, so mm-hmm. I followed them. I can't remember the tackle from the Lions that had a, a, a lot of gums. Remember? Uh, no, no, no. The tackle, he just left. Uh, no, it wasn't the Lions. He just left Tampa Bay. What was the tackle that Tampa Bay had two or three years ago that came into the league with uh, Indama Kinsu? Like, if his last name again. Oh, it's Gerald McCoy. Yeah, Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy. It was Gerald McCoy. You're, I'm wrong. It wasn't F. It's Gerald McCoy. And I remember uh, that we were sitting there talking, and it was a trade. And I was like, damn, uh, what's the name? Should have got Gerald. I was like, what's the name? I don't know if it was, if I was talking about, uh, I think I was talking about the uh, Atlanta, I was like, they should have got Jeremy McCoy because I'm like, Julio is cool and he's really talented, but at times I don't remember that transition in all the time in Alabama. That like, actually, as great as Julio Jones is out at, at, at Alabama, he's better in the pros than what he was in yes. Alabama. Yeah, like for real. Like you knew he oh, had yeah. the talent, mm-hmm. but it, you didn't know like like that, that. like that. So I'm even so I'm saying that to your point, what you're saying to, to to D Ryan, like, and even beyond that, dude, it's gonna be a guy in the second or third round that damn near play as well or better than. Rugs, uh, Judy, and Ceedee Lamb, probably, or at least at that level. But for some reason, I, and I'm an Alabama guy, I am low key falling in love with Ceedee Lamb. I am. It's just something. It's something about. It. And I hope it's. I hope it's not system. But I'm low That's key. That's the fear. I know, I'm low key looking at him like, boy. But if it's so many of them, do you trade up to try to go get? No, him? dude. You're right. You. It's no. It's it, again now. If you see a guy and you like, it's so much value out. That dude is. That dude right there is different than the other. Okay. So if you think Jerry Judy is just so much different 
mm-hmm. from the rest of the receivers, yes. But to your point, and also we always say this on the show, like how many teams win a Super Bowl with a high-paid receiver? Reeves, yeah. You know, like how many like how like how many times look look again, we 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 will roast um what's the name? Uh what's the, the general manager of the coach uh down there in uh, the Texans? Uh Bob Bill uh, O'Brien. Thank you, Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien. We will roast Bill O'Brien to the heavens because he didn't get value for that trade. But in all fairness, before Deshaun Watson got there, and I'm not putting that at all on DeAndre Hopkins. But where were they at? I mean, as far as really contending. So like the value on it. You want a really good receiver, and at times you want to pay him, but having a great receiver really does not translate to winning championships. Yeah, it's, so very, gonna, it's very few. Yeah, it's very few wide receivers that you look at. It. I mean, they come in, it's like, this dude is in a, on another planet. It, ain't, it hasn't been that many in the NFL, and you have so much value at that position. Me personally, I wouldn't be copping over somebody else just to go get that guy when I know I could find me probably a, a – a, a game changer in the second round. Maybe, what about, you, maybe uh, you luck up in the third round. Got the what about, what about Henry Ruggs? Would you want to go up for him? 4-2, but looks like he's an actual receiver and not yeah. just a speed threat. Yeah, yeah, dude. This dude, like, I'm not saying it, it, the talent ain't there. I'm just saying, dude, am I moving, no, am I moving no, up there? Pick? There are players like him in the draft, but there is nobody like yeah, him in like, the draft. Low-key, he could be the best out of all of them. Because of his speed and his ability to not be a track guy, to be actually be a receiver, as Ryan was alluding to. Yeah, yeah. Like you got a guy that can go up, high point the ball, and also is is taking off. And in this league, I mean, especially like we we sitting in Chicago, we was ready for Taylor Gabriel to be the guy to raise the roof up, basically. And you know the value of that. Where, dude, if once listen, if somebody always has to play the back, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, we got this dude over here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you may want to sit there and bring somebody down in the box, mm-hmm. but you better make sure somebody's covering over the top. And he's so talented, you may want to have some help with that guy, basically. Yeah, right. Like, if you got a guy like that, it to- I'm not, again, this isn't Randy Moss. So, let me, I'm not saying that this right. is Randy Moss. But we saw, and by my, all means, I love this guy. He was, at one point, the, maybe the best, but one of the best passing black quarterbacks at all time. But we saw the difference in Dante Culpepper when he did not have Randy Randy Moss. Oh, yeah. It it was a stark contrast, to say the least. So, like, if you got a guy that, man, people fear. Like, look at Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill, like, this bitty Mm. and abusive. But this bitty. And uh, imagine just, I mean, but look, he just, and he high points the hell out that ball. Right? He sure does. He, yeah. he baby, as far as high pointing, he's baby Steve Smith when it comes to that. Yeah. But like um, just imagine, like, dude, you're talking about a grown man that's running like that. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a big dude. He may not be filled out, but he's six feet and above doing that. Man, dude, it's hard. Listen, I, I'm happy I don't have to pick between those top three, to say the least. Uh, question for you guys also. What do you think we're going to be talking about after the draft, whether it's national or Bears related? What do you think is going to be the big story besides Tua? Where Herbert went. Mm. I think it's, it's going to be like uh, Daniel Brown last year. It's going to be like, imagine, okay, imagine if somebody trades up and we like, oh, you kind of remember like when the, like we were together recording uh, at the school at the time during the draft and we had uh, Dave Nuggets on and Mike Pendleton. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, this is when Laramie Tunsil fell because of the weed mask thing broke out right before. <laughs> right. And we was like, we getting Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. Right? Like, we were like, man, man, we getting us all up. We getting us right there. Steve, Steve was so hyped, man. He thought right? he knew it was coming. We, was getting Laramie, we were getting Laramie Tunsil. So imagine if someone trades up into the top five picks. And we're, we're all going to be like, that's Tua. Even though now we hear so much about Herbert, even though some of that can be smoked, but some people say it's not. But then imagine when that team takes Herbert, if that team takes Herbert over Tua. You're going to be sitting there stuck. Because, listen, I got love for Pete Pute. I'm not trusting Justin Herbert like that. And I, I, I get what he's saying with the measurables. But the funny thing is with quarterback, I actually don't feel the same about that as other positions because there's just an intangibility to quarterbacking that we just don't know. Like some guys it clicks and some guys it doesn't. And those drunken Miller guys that the 49ers drafted 20 years ago when it's like, man, look at this guy. Physical tools are there. If it's not clicking, clicking up here, I'm more like, especially with my quarterback, unless I have a great offensive mind, I'm going to be a little bit leery of taking that type of catch. I'm looking at NFL.com uh, right now, and they're mock drafting for the second round. Uh, for the Bears, they have them take. They have them taking Jacob uh, Eason. Ooh, yeah, with I don't the, think so. With the number fifty pick, that's that's just so. a mock draft that's coming from NFL. All, all, all arm and nothing, <laughs> nothing more. So, uh, but no, for me, when I'm interested in besides Tua, um. Ooh, um, I, I don't know. I, I have like little small ones, really, because I, those are the, those are the big ones. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I'm interested to see where he falls if he's going to go in the second round or could he fall way down to the fourth round. We don't know. He won't be in the fourth, uh, D. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I know I, he shouldn't be. I'm he just, won't be in the fourth. He won't he be. Should, in the, he, he should he's be getting overdrafted. He, I mean, not yeah. from where we thought he was. And I'm I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's a good chance he's going to go in the second. Second, right? he, as he should. I mean, I think he. Built up into a, into a, mm-hmm. a legitimate NFL quarterback. He has all Plus, the talent in the world. He looks like a guy a GM would fall in love with and mm-hmm. overdraft. Hey man, mm-hmm. listen. You know, I mean, I didn't see Cam, but I I, I saw Jalen. Um, <laughs> let me see. That's a small one. I want to see where the Bears go to. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. You got to reverse that, D. What you did that in reverse. You said oh, I, didn't I didn't see, see Jalen, but I did see Cam. Okay, just making sure. We got to keep that. We got to keep that <laughs> gag going properly. Yeah, well, I, I did see Cam that day um, before Cam retired. Now, like, listen, but now, now when Jalen is good, he's gonna start saying, "I didn't see Jalen walking down the street." <laughs> Is that Jalen? <laughs> You're going to go out to look at somebody, though. You better go find somebody else. Cam's out of the league. We're going to oh, forget about him. Yeah, man. Wait, nobody picking up Cam. All right. He'll get picked up. He'll get picked yeah, up. Yeah, he should be. Um, I'm interested to see what the Bears do, obviously. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious as to if they are going to – they just got rid of uh, Burton, right? So, I mean, it's Shaheen, is Shaheen still on the roster or did he get let go yet? I is mean, he's he going to get the chance to compete. To he's on the, he's he's on the roster. Right, he's, he's on the roster still, right? I'm he's going to be cut if he doesn't wow everybody. I agree. I'm interested to see if they might draft a tight end. I'm interested to see if they might go with a wide receiver. I'm interested to see if they're going to go with a cornerback. Those are my, and they got the two Safety second pick. round pick. Safeties too. I'm very curious to see what holes they fill. As I said before, to kick off the segment, the word trade should not be even in Ryan Pace's brain. If if anything, you trading down to get more picks. That's it. I don't want to see the Bears in the first round unless it's somebody that we about to get. It's like, oh man, we got rugs or we got somebody like a, a unbelievable wide receiver, right. somebody like that. Well, they got ru- stay oh your ass. <laughs> stay Dude, your ass. Don't forget, 
Listen, what you just said, don't forget, speaking of Alabama receivers, mm-hmm. before Anthony Miller was drafted, he tried to get back in the first yeah. round to get Calvin, Calvin Ridley. He sure did. He so, sure did. And no. listen, and Ryan, you already said that, you know what I'm saying? Brian Pace has said he's kind of comfortable doing trades or whatever like that. So he has these two first-round picks. We've said this numerous of times. They need to draft a quarterback. They need to look at uh, a tight end. They need to look at an offensive line. Look at that line. They got to they gotta shore that up too. But we know this dude likes to – he likes to uh, do things. Yeah, he likes to, he <laughs> likes to trade up. He likes to be traded. Let, yeah, let me ask you guys things. this. Let me ask you guys this, and how would you feel about this? So let's – I can say – we can say Henry Ruggs the third, but let's just say player X. Mm-hmm. Let's say Ryan Pace moves into the first round. Mm-hmm. And gives up both second round picks, mm-hmm. but perhaps acquires a third round pick. Would you be happy with that? I think it depends on when they t- yeah. when they target him. Mm-hmm. It depends on who. They- Listen, I think that they need some help with Alshon. Uh, I mean, I'm saying Alshon Jeffries, Al- uh, Allen Robinson. They need someone. And he got Alshon's name wrong. I did. did I? <laughs> oh, I said Jeffries. Jeffries. Jeffrey. Uh, <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey, but who isn't here anymore? So, uh, but no, they need help next. They need help for Allen Robinson, right? They do need the other wide receiver. If they, if we hear they're targeting one of these stud wide receivers in the first round, uh, first round, I, I I won't have that. I won't have that big of an issue with it. As long as there's no one like obviously this, these 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 uh, kids coming out now have better t- talent than Kevin White, right? So uh, if they have if they have their eyes on somebody like that, I'm fine with it. And of course, if they get a third round pick, I'm cool with it. But I man, he's burned us, man. He's burned us. Moving up, he's burned us. <laughs> I know. He really has. I don't want to get burned again. Really Listen, I'm not ODB. I don't want to get burned. You're not, once. You don't like your role? No. Hey, listen. <laughs> I got burned. We got a real. Not once, but twice. I don't want that. I don't want now, that pace. Now, D, that did not happen to D. He was referring to the old I'm dirty bastard. Old dirty bastard. <laughs> Ooh, D oh, out here getting burnt. <laughs> Go listen to Into the 36 Chambers. You know what I'm talking about. But he's burned us, man. So I'm kind of ha- – listen, man, he be, if it's coming out saying the band's going to be trading up, man, I'm going to be like, whoa, hold on, buddy. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, buddy. Right. Go ask them. I hope he really, like, looks at – I think it was the Leonard Floyd draft. Because earlier, what was it, this week or last week, they signed Jason Spriggs, the tackle from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, but in that Leonard Floyd draft, obviously he trades up and he gets Leonard Floyd. And in the second round, he wanted Spriggs. That was all the talk. And then Green Bay took him. So what did he do? He traded down and he got Cody Whitehair. And then he got himself mm-hmm. an extra pick. Mm-hmm. I hope he kind of learns. A Good little, point. Like, just looks at that draft yeah. and just Great says. Great point. Yeah. I need to hold my water sometimes. Great point, yeah, man. Do check I mean, us out. I mean, but hey, if you if you get enticed, hey, we'll see. All right, so come on back. We're gonna go into a little bit of the last dance in in uh, ESPN documentary about the uh, Chicago Bulls. All right, more D and Davis show.